Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. This morning we've got our Round 11 preview, kicking off on Thursday night with the Parramatta Eels taking on the West Tigers. It's got the heart! It's got the leg! It's there! Yes, it's there! He has kicked the field goal! Round 11 kicks off with the Parramatta Eels taking on the West Tigers on Thursday night. For the Parramatta Eels, they've got a heap of troops returning here. We see the return of Blake Ferguson, Mitch Moses and Ryan Madison. A huge big three to get back into your side. I think Ryan Madison, they've missed a lot out on that edge. Um, his defensive efforts and the way that he, he just wins every contact he goes into, every run he takes, he finds he finds his elbows and knees. He lays the platform for Mitch Moses. They quite often swing it down that right edge. Um, Ryan Madison wins his tackle, which allows Mitch Moses to swing it back to Dylan Brown. And they're, they're such good on that swinging back strike play. They're so dangerous. I think Ryan Madison's huge for them. Obviously, Mitch Mitch Moses is massive. Dylan Brown's done a great job. And as I said about Jai Field when he came in, he'd be great for three or four weeks. Then teams would start to work him out. He's hit that quota now. Teams are starting to work out Jai Field. He's starting to get a heap of traffic at him. Teams know that if they can limit the offload, they limit Jai Field. Getting Mitch Moses back, it's fantastic timing for the Parramatta Eels. If I was the West Tigers, I'd be really worried because they're going to be stoked to all be back together this week. And I think they're going to put in a top-notch performance. For the West Tigers, uh, the thing that I really liked last week was Billy Walters. Him at 5'8", running off Harry Grant. I think they were fantastic together. I think they really suit each other, and I think they suit the way rugby league goes now with these new rules. I think they've been fantastic. Uh, as I can see there, I think they're 1-17, to same as last week. The one guy that's worrying me a little bit for the moment, at the moment with the West Tigers, is their fullback, Adam Dwayne. I'm not sure if he's the man they need at fullback. It's such a critical position, and I'm not convinced Dwayne is a fullback. I don't know what he is, but I don't think he's a fullback. You know, he puts in an incredible effort, but he just doesn't have the passing game for me. I wouldn't be shocked to see if there's a change there over the next few weeks, but we all know Michael Maguire has his favourites, and I think Adam Dwayne is a real favourite of Michael Maguire, so he might hold that spot. But for me, he's not doing the job that I need from an NRL fullback at the moment. 
I'm going to take the Parramatta Eels by 12 points here. Coming off a loss, they'll be hungry. And the West Tigers coming off a big win. I just think Parramatta are going to want it more. And with those guys coming back into the squad, it's going to be a huge confidence boost for them. Friday night footy kicks off at 6pm with the North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Manly Seagulls. Uh, Cowboys here, they seem to be 1-17 to here. Um, you know, they played really well on the weekend. The coach has obviously gone out this week, so they'll be up for a big game as teams normally are. You saw Canterbury on the weekend. The coach left halfway through the week. They got up for a good game. They got very unlucky in the end, but this is what teams tend to do. Uh, for the Cowboys, Josh Maguire, I think I've said it a few times, I think he's playing the best footy I've ever seen him play. He has been incredible so far in 2020. One guy to keep an eye on is Cohen Hess. Uh, I pointed out in my Minutes of Matter podcast, he really got shown up by Nathan Cleary a few times on the weekend, and I think he would have had a rocket put right up his ass. I'm expecting a big game from Cohen Hess here. He's going to need to really show up. Got origin at the end of the year, and if he plans to be in that side, he needs to start performing. Um, I really liked the fullback last week. He was fantastic. The hammer, he that try he scored. There's not many blokes could do that. Especially when he went when he came off his right foot and he went down the left edge. Like he was so far off balance. I think ninety nine percent of players fall over there. He's just one of those freak athletes. The five eight Arcee, I really liked him on the weekend. I thought he looked really strong. I haven't seen him before. It's the only game of footy I've ever seen him play, but I was really impressed in that first stint. He looked really strong. I think he's available at centre wing in your Supercoach draft comp. So if you're desperate, I think you could do worse. He seems to be a handy little footballer. You could do much worse having him as your fourth centre wing. For the Manly Seagulls, I believe they're all 1-17, to except, of course, Adam Fenua Blake returns. A massive in for them. I think they're going to go up to North Queensland and do a bit of a number on them here. I think they're really hungry. Uh, they've, had, they've had a stumble this morning. We've got reports of Tommy Trevojevic. Looks like he's out until round 15 or round 17 now, which is... Um, not ideal for them, obviously, but they're, they're a quality footy side, and I expect them to beat North Queensland in North Queensland. I'm going to say Manly by six points. The late game on Friday night is between the Brisbane Broncos and the Melbourne Storm from Suncorp. Now, Brisbane, they've gone and made a few changes this week. We've got Anthony Milford at fullback. Katoni Staggs returns at centre. Darius Boyd holds his spot in the centres. Brody Croft at six. Tommy Dearden at seven. Um, Corey Pake starts at nine. Now, it really confuses me with Tommy Dearden. I mean, we, he's waited 11 weeks to use Tom Dearden. Oh, sorry, he's waited nine weeks since the break of the halves just not doing their job. And he waits until they play Melbourne to put young Tom Dearden in. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you wait until this game to play Tom Dearden? I think you're just making your, his life so hard for him. They play the Sharks next week. That would have been a much better game to bring him in for. But I guess that's the way Brisbane are. I don't understand why they waited until now to make that decision. Honestly, it hurts my head to even think about. Uh, one thing I am really happy with is Brody Croft at six. I said the day he signed, you shouldn't be building teams around guys that the Melbourne Storm choose not to have. And I copped a heap of crap over it. But at the end of the day, Brody Croft, he isn't a halfback. He's a really good ball player, but he's not an organiser. When he came into first grade, he had a couple of highlights and everyone said, oh, he's He's Cooper Cronk 2.0. It was absolute crap. He's not a halfback. He's a 5'8". You just got to let him play eyes up footy. The most dangerous thing about Brody Croft is his running game. He needs to be able to run. I'm expecting him to play really well at 5'8". I think this is a move they should have made a few weeks ago, and I really like it for Brody Croft, especially when David um, David Fafita gets back. It just means that he can just play eyes up footy and use Fafita on his edge. I think they could be really dangerous. As for Anthony Milford to fullback, 
Um, my jury is heavily out here. I'm not sure about Milf. I don't think he's a fullback anymore. I think, you know, they don't have the luxury of having the points on the board to be able to wait five or six weeks for Anthony Milford to get into fullback fitness, which is a thing. Don't think you can just move to fullback and be sweet straight away. It takes weeks and weeks and a whole preseason to be ready for fullback. We've seen this experiment before. I'm not a huge fan of it, and I think he's going to get really peppered by the Melbourne Storm this week. It's a strange week to make a heap of changes when you're taking on Melbourne. Craig Bellamy will be absolutely loving this prospect. As for the Storm, I'm expecting them to get a pretty decent win here. I love Cameron Munster and Ryan Pappenhausen. I'm going to say Munster goes 100-plus in this game. Um, I think he's going to really put on a show. Cameron Smith as well. Their forwards, the Brisbane Broncos, they've been really loose lately. You saw what Harry Grant did to them last week. Cameron Smith could put an absolute clinic on in this game. Uh, some try scorers I like. I always like Branko Lee and, of course, the Fox. And I'm, I'm tipping Pappenhausen gets over for some meat this week. But, yeah, Cameron Munster. I know everyone's going to go Teddy as captain. If you can work it out and your AE isn't too bad, Cameron Munster is a VC every day of the week for me in this game. I think he's going to do really well. I'm going to say Melbourne by 22 points. Super Saturday kicks off at 3pm with the New Zealand Warriors taking on the Sydney Roosters. Um, scary, scary prospect here. I've uh, Only this week can I finally afford to bring James Tedesco into my classic side, so it's been fantastic to sit on the sidelines and watch that fucking party for the last month, but I'm finally on him, and I think, I think it's a scary prospect. If you don't have him as captain this week, you're in for a nervous, nervous Saturday afternoon and potentially the end of your... 2020 campaign. I think you simply have to captain him this week. He's in. He's just in such rich form, and the Roosters they're just humming at the moment. Uh, for the Warriors, they're obviously going to have a few guys go home at the end of this week, uh, which is going to leave a massive hole in this side. I wouldn't be shocked to see them get up for this last game before those fellas go home, but. I still don't see them being any match for the Roosters, to be honest with you. Uh, one thing I do like about this side, Carl Lawton playing at hooker. I really like Lawton. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of him a couple of years ago, but he's really impressed me this year and the end of last year. He seems like a really good little footballer. If he's on your waivers, I'd definitely go and grab him. I'd suspect someone has him, though. Uh, Jazz Tavunga starts at 13, which is fantastic for them. Hopefully he stays injury-free. Could um could mess around with Tohu Harris a little bit. I If Jazz Tavunga's there, I can't see Tohu Harris coming into lock. I think Tohu will stay out on his edge, which realistically it should knock down his base stats and attacking stats. They won't really be scoring many points in this game, I don't think, and possibly not many points going forward. So it could be some Barney rubble for Tohu Harris owners as much as it was a great run while it lasted. Uh, for the Roosters, they seem to be... 1-17 to 17 here. Obviously, Angus Crichton's dropped out, so Mitch Orbison comes in. If for some strange reason he's on your waiver wire, he's one to grab for sure to plug into your centre wings. Should get you 40 to 50 safe points with the upside of going 70-80 with a few attacking such, which is quite possible against the Warriors this week. Uh, obviously, Orbison in classic. He's an option too. A lot of people have gone for him. Had someone DM me earlier this week. Begged me not to post about it. So if you're listening, mate, I've done you a little flavour there. But obviously, Orbison, he's a bit of a pot option for your classic sides. It looks like Angus Crichton's out for about a month. I'm hearing he might return a little bit earlier than that, but we'll see how he goes. Still, Orbison, really good option there for classic and draft comps. I'm going to take the Roosters by 30 points in this game. I think they'll really blow them away in the second half. There's just too much class in this side. 
The 5.30 game on Saturday is between the Cronulla Sharks and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Both teams coming off wins here. They'll both be really up for this. St. George coming off a last-minute win. A lot of confidence taken out of that. Um, it's the first time I've seen that squad look excited and happy in a long time, to be honest with you. So they'll be excited coming into this game. Sharks coming off a big win against the New Zealand Warriors. We saw the best out of your Sean Johnsons and these sort of excitement machines. So be a bit more of a grinding game for them this week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'll be interested to see how they handle that. One guy that's impressed me the last few weeks, and I thought he was going to have a huge season. I thought he was going to explode, and he's done well, but he, you know, he's sort of... He hasn't been overly consistent. Hamlin Ueli, I think he's a real star of the future. I really like him. Uh, the other man, um, a local mascot boy that I absolutely love watching play footy is Sifatalakai. He starts out on the right edge this week outside Sean Johnson. Um, I'll be all over him to score a try at some point this week. And if he is sitting on your waiver wire, I would definitely go and pick him up. He's going to be a base stat monster and you can play him at centre wing. And I'm going to back him in to score a try this week. He's looking great. Toby Rudolph is another one that's really impressed me uh, starting at lock this week. I think he changed back to the bench for Jackie Williams this week. Wouldn't be shocked to see it happen again, but I really like what Toby Rudolph is doing this year. They've got a Debutant on the bench, Wilton. I haven't seen much of him, but I think that'll probably boost the minutes of Royce Hunt, who's available at centre wing. So if you're desperate for a centre wing this week, um, if you've got a couple of injuries or anything, don't don't discredit Royce Hunt. I'd be grabbing him. I'm going to back him in to score 30 or 40 points this week. He's a safe 30 or 40. If you need safe points instead of relying on a winger to score a try, if they don't, you'll get 10 points. I think Royce Hunt's not a bad little option there for you. For the Dragons, coming off their last-minute win last week, I believe they're 1-17 to this week, except for Tariq Sims, who's been suspended. Uh, Fui Mayano comes in in the second row, another centre-wing option, pretty safe option there. Um, I thought earlier in the season when he came in, he'd play 80 minutes and he'd score 50 points. He didn't quite live up to those expectations. But if you're willing to take a punt on him, I think you could do much, much worse in the centre-wing this week than taking Fui Mayano. Uh, this game, God... So tight. I'm not really confident in either of these sides. I'd love to give you another prediction after the first 20 minutes of this game. I think you'll be able to tell early which team's on and which team's not. I'm going to take the Sharks by four points. I'm far from confident in it. I think I'll be steering clear of betting-wise for this game outside of Sifatalakai to score a try. Sharks by four points for me. The last game of Super Saturday is between the Canberra Raiders and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, the Rabbitohs, I wasn't overly impressed with them last week. Yes, they lost by two points, but they only started playing footy in the last 20 minutes. They just didn't hang into the contest for the first 60-odd minutes. I was a little bit worried about the defense of Corey Allen. He was shooting in a lot, and he was he was sort of making it a little bit easy for the Newcastle Knights. I'm sure Wayne Bennett will have a word to him this week, uh, but I, they did worry me quite a bit. They played a good last 20, but... You just can't do that in the NRL. It's not on. Uh, Bailey Sirenen comes in the second row. Um, I really like Sirenen. He's got a sneaky little try in him too. He's um, he's sort of in that Cam Murray sort of build. It'd be interesting to see what happens here if Cam Murray 
stays at 13 the whole game or if he moves to lock. I'm a little bit worried for Cam Murray owners. I wouldn't be surprised to see him move out to an edge. Uh, the other one, obviously, Jack Johns make his, makes his debut off the bench for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. A famous name there, Matty Johns' son. All the best, Jack Johns. I haven't seen him play much myself, but I'm sure he's a pretty handy footballer based on the uh, stable he's come from. For the Canberra Raiders, I was really impressed last week by the hooker combination of Havili and Tommy Starling. I think they're looking fantastic. Starling, especially when he comes on, playing some great footy. Hudson Young still starting in the second row, but you will notice that on their extended bench, jersey number 21, Johnny Bateman, he's not far away from his return. If you've got him in draft, I think you're flying. Getting a guy like him back just before the few weeks before the finals, I, I sort of thought he'd be back in that round 15, 16 marks, so you wouldn't know if he'd play 80 minutes by the time Supercoach Finals comes around. It looks likely he'll be playing full 80 minutes come finals. Now he's going to be back in well and truly enough time. Fantastic little get there, Johnny Bateman. If you can trade up for him, I probably would. He's a star second rower, and if you can get him in your squad, you want him in. He's going to be hungry. He's copped a lot of shit the last few months. He's going to rip and tear for the Canberra Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders in this game by eight points. I think it'll be close. But I think the Raiders just have too much class, and I'm expecting Tommy Starling to star again through the middle. Sunday afternoon footy kicks off at 2pm with the Newcastle Knights taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, the Knights coming off a really good win last week. I think they'll do a real number on Canterbury this week. I think the honeymoon period of uh, Steve George Arles coming in probably ends this week. Um, they played really well last week, but I can't see them competing against this Newcastle Knights side who looked great against the South Sydney Rabbitohs until the final 20 minutes and then when it came down to the crunch minutes, KP and Mitchell Pearce, they stood up and did a job on South Sydney still. It's what they did off the ball that was fantastic. I think they would have got a real razzing after that game and they'll take a lot from that last 20 minutes. I can't see them taking the foot off the pedal this week against the Canterbury Bulldogs. I think Caelan Pongi he's a really good option this week as a captain in your draft sides, in your classic sides. I really like him but there's probably just too many other better options around. Bradman Best, I'm going to get on him to score a try. Kurt Mann just seems to find the try line every single week. He's having an incredible season. If you've got him in your centre wings, you're absolutely flying. Um, Pack stays as it is uh, last week. Obviously, last week, they were without Daniel Saifidi. They're without him again. I thought he was one of the form front rowers in the NRL this year, and they just seem to do a job without him. It's, they've done fantastically. Uh, over on the Canterbury, oh, the the last thing with Newcastle I want to mention, Mitch Barnett, he was fantastic last week. It's a matter of time till he forces his way into this starting side. He's going to be an absolute handful for other teams coming towards the end of this season. Obviously, the other man that returned last week for the Knights too, Connor Watson. I love Connor Watson. I'll be getting on him to score a try in this game. He just brings a little burst of energy that the Knights desperately need off the bench. He's a real excitement machine. For Canterbury, um, I can see Brendan uh, Brandon Wakeham comes back in on the bench. I think he should be in the starting side. I think he's a fantastic footballer. He's got to bide his time at the moment, though. I think Luke Thompson's been fantastic. He was huge against um, St. George Illawarra last week. I don't think his supercoach scores are representing how much of a good footballer he is at the moment. I think he's playing better than what his supercoach score says. But if you have a look at that bench, you've got Wakeham on the bench, you've got Katoa on the bench. Looks like big minutes for Luke Thompson this week. I'm expecting big things out of him. Kieran Foran returns. He had that toe injury during the game last week which kept him out and Christian Crichton's dropped out we see Jake Avarillo return in the centres I really like Avarillo really quick on his feet just looks like a good footballer sort of guy they need there Nick Meaney still at fullback I like Meaney I'm not convinced he's a fullback I don't know what he is but you know hopefully he does a job there for Canterbury I'm going to say the Knights by 
12 points. I think Canterbury will put up a good fight, but I think Newcastle will just be too good, too much strike across the park. The Gold Coast Titans and the Penrith Panthers wrap up round 11 on Sunday afternoon. Gold Coast Titans with a couple of changes. Uh, Bo Fermo's out. Um, he, I must say, he disappointed me a little bit on the weekend. Some of his defensive decisions, they were all over the shot. Doesn't shock me he's been dropped from this side, but I thought, geez, after one bad game, you might give him another chance. But, I mean, that's the standard that the coach wants to set there, and, you know, I, I can't bag him for it. I would have given the young kid another chance, but... You've got to be at your best every week to hold your spot on the Titans' side, and I like the message that he's sending there. Um, outside of that, I don't really give them much hope this week. We saw Jai Arrow start to play some more minutes, but still not in that sort of superstar caliber he has been before. Um, Mo Fodawaker, I speak about him every week. He's a premier front row in rugby league. He's very unlucky. He's in the Gold Coast Titans' side, or he'd be talked about as one of the top players in the league. He's been fantastic the last few weeks. For the Panthers, uh, coming off a pretty gritty win against the North Queensland Cowboys, they were very very short favourites and they definitely did it the hard way. They wouldn't have won it without Nathan Cleary. He was fantastic the other day. That's the best game I've seen him play as a halfback. It was brilliant. Uh, Jerome Luai, Stephen Crichton, Mansell, that left edge, they're just humming at the moment and I'm expecting them to put on an absolute cricket score against the Gold Coast Titans, especially that left edge. If they get it right, my God, it could be absolutely anything. Luai especially, he's been incredibly impressive. If anyone still has him on their classic bench or anything, he's a real pod little captain here if you willing to take a big risk. If you get to the end of the week and your teddies and your monsters happen to be quiet, I doubt they will, but if they happen to be, I think is going to put on a real score here against the Titans. Obviously, the other man missing is Dylan Edwards. Uh, Caleb Aitkins comes in at fullback. I was hoping Stephen Crichton might play some fullback. Aitkins a really good footballer, though. I know deep uh, draft comps, they're pretty short on fullbacks. So if Aitkins there, definitely dive on him. Just watch out for late changes here. I wouldn't be shocked to see Stephen Crichton drop back to fullback, but by having a look at the rest of their squad, it looks unlikely. The other man that's really impressed me for the for the uh, Penrith Panthers has been Liam Martin. I spoke about him at the start of the season. I think he's a future New South Wales player, and he hasn't disappointed. Kurt Cable's gone out. He's come in, and he is playing fantastic footy out on that right edge. I love the way that he plays his footy. Just a tough little hombre. The other man coming off the bench, Tyrone May. He's been in the wilderness for a little bit, got himself into a bit of Barney rubble. I think he's playing some really good footy to be keeping Matt Burton out of that side. We know Ivan Cleary loves him, but he's, he's playing some really good footy. And I can't deny that he's earned his spot there, playing great. I'm going to take the Penrith Panthers by 30 points here. I think they're going to really put a score on the Gold Coast Times. It'll start close, and then Penrith will blow them away. That's all she wrote for our Round 11 preview. Stay tuned. We've got a few podcasts dropping over the next few days. You'll see later today we'll have our interview with Blake Wallace. Blake Wallace is the fullback slash halfback slash 5'8". He does everything for the Toronto Wolfpack over there at the moment. Uh, they've just pulled out of the Super League. So it's a really interesting chat with Blake Wallace to see what the landscape is over there and how... Um, like what what events led to this situation. It's a terrible time for the Toronto Wolfpack. They worked so hard to get themselves into this comp. If you go back and listen uh, from a few months ago, I interviewed Blake Wallace. He went through his entire life story. Incredible stuff coming from uh, the local comp down in Wollongong, going through the St. George Dragons juniors, sort of not being able to crack it in first grade anywhere, just floating around reserve grade sides. And then his boss, uh, the old uh, Daryl Millard, who played for the Dragons, gives him a chance to go over to the Toronto Wolfpack 
who at this point are essentially a park footy side. He goes over to Toronto and they work their way through the grades. They had some heartbreaking losses that made them start all over again one year. They finally got into the Super League and then this pandemic strikes and it's cost them their spot in the Super League. It's just an unbelievable story. I can't wait to hear Blake Wallace tell us what's happened over the last few months. It's going to be a cracking listen. If you're a rugby league fan, I highly advise you tune into that. He's a champion bloke and a really good footballer. I'm hoping over the next few months we might see him in the NRL somewhere. I can't wait to ask him about it. Tune into that one. Keep kicking the corners and always play smart footy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.